soggy biscuit is what you get when you've sat on a bench and it's been raining. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the World of Newsport Podcast. <laughs> uh, it's NFL today. You know, a little bit of extra stuff, a little bit of perfect s- a sprinkling. It's just a, a light, a light dusting of other that was sports. Our, so that was our intro. Yeah, I think so. so I did biscuits. speak quietly, but do you, know, do you have a wee splash of news? We splash and news. We splash and news. We splash and news. By biscuits. Um, a wee splash and news <laughs> is where I uh, read out some news facts while also um, spitting in uh, Connor's face at the same time. So. <laughs> Kinky, but I'm not um, sure I like it. We'll start. Get excited for when the recordings come for that gang. We'll start off. Uh, we had the the Masters, the Golf Masters happened, which of usually course. is in spring, but this year it's in November. We're only five months away from the Masters, guys. Yeah, yeah. Right after the Masters, <laughs> um, it was a big win for your boy, uh, average white dude. I, I, yeah, he looks like a main character. Dustin, <laughs> Very successful golfer, average white man. Dustin Johnson is known for his hot wife and cocaine. Is and it? big drives. But and that's big probably, drives. That probably I mean, ties in with the I hope he doesn't do the big drives while he's on cocaine. It probably does. Imagine the fucking golfers on coke would be hilarious. Yeah, I think. Well, we already that, have. Isn't uh, that Bryson's whole strategy? We've proven <laughs> that golfers on steroids uh, can struggle on certain courses. Well, yeah. we only have one golfer on steroids, so it's not a great sample size to do a real study on. Like, if we actually want to find out, we need to get a we need to get like a a random sampling of golfers who are at the Masters and just juice them like three months before, and then see how they do afterwards. Right? We, just Bryson, you know, if he has I don't know like bad bad iron play or something, then you know that might screw up your whole experiment. I don't know. I just, uh, just had a bad Yeah, week. a 63 year old Bernhard Langer outplayed Bryson the Shambo. I was uh, to be fair, shocked at the age of some of these lads. Oh, yeah. There's some old boys going about there. Like. Uh, you do. You get the occasional walk in rigor mortis. And you actually did have Jack Nicholas <laughs> and someone else who I am discrediting because I did not hear his name uh, did the first drives because uh, they were like two of the only golfers there yeah. from the very first Masters. So they got to do both. <laughs> Interesting. Jesus Christ. Well, good for them. Um, yes, it was your boy, DJ, who won. Um, second place was some Bogan who lives in Jacksonville. And then third place, the only guy that matters, buff, swole Korean lad. Yeah. M. Big M. Big M. Big up yeah. M. Uh, Sung M. <laughs> I like him, I do. I do. I like him a lot. <laughs> He's... 22 years old and he came third. He does look that in the face to be fair but it's more that he came third is the impressive thing not yeah. that he, he's 22. Yeah it is It is impressive um, you know they were saying they had a wee, a wee segment on uh, on the, the, the coverage like oh he's been golfing since he was three. What? Can a three oh, yeah, year old even hold a golf club? That's ridiculous. You know, well if Bryson can get massive golf clubs yeah. uh, designed for his attractive beefy frame yeah then surely M can get miniature ones well yeah. I will say that well he won't need them anymore he's racing, grown up the club Bryson was using is an actual long driving tournament club 48 inch shaft or 48 inches total so they existed anyway but a 40 inch shaft Matthew we're talking about golf here not Nick Foles yeah <laughs> 48 I was going to say yes. sell short. I've, I've never seen one half my size before <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the, the golf happened. Um, yeah. It was, it was um, can we talk about the uh, single most relatable moment in the entire tournament? Yeah. And that was Tiger Woods hitting 10 yes. shots on a par three. <laughs> I was like, I last weekend I performed better than Tiger Woods on a par three, and I'm going to hold on to that forever. It was it was pretty funny. Um, I know almost nothing about golf. Um, almost doing a lot of work in that sentence. Um, <laughs> and I found this to be hilarious, watching Tiger Woods struggle with this this water hazard. Nice. Was stupid, it, stupid old fuck. You should have missed the cut. <coughs> Why couldn't you have done was, that like the second day? It was one of them things where you think as well, he's like, finally, he's out there over the green, so he's safe in the bunker. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Just plops her straight back into the water. Tiger Woods not making the cut was actually my most devastating bet loss of the week. Yeah. How far off was he? I, no, no, he was no, only no, like one that. or two under there. Because I there was something Paddy Power were doing where you put on £15 for him to make the cut, or like you put on, he got even odds to make the cut. And then good odds they not make the cut. So I put fifteen right. point on each. Oh, Sadly, right, yeah. the Masters went on too long. <laughs> uh it went on way too long. So the cut didn't actually end till like mid a uh, late afternoon on so Saturday. So all my money yeah. was tied up. Meanwhile, uh, Matthew, can I announce uh, just how many of these uh uh college football bets do you think I got right out of uh, I believe it was you made 10 th- you overall. 13 of them, I think. I had like 13 bets. About three or four games got postponed. You but 13, guess how many... 13 picks. How many I got right. Actually, no, it would have been nine. Because I got 13. Like, did, I take it postponed. you didn't bet on them. You're just... You predicted them now. I bet, on a, I bet on a few of them. So the, the idea, right. I think, for this was that he was going to bet on them, but he didn't get his money back. <clears throat> so guess right. how many I got right on. Out of 13? Out of nine. Oh, out of nine, like six? No, I got nine right. Oh, fuck, I, I got fuck. everything right. I'm a college <laughs> genius. <laughs> and I couldn't bet. I had a bet on the been, late ones that I got right on anyway, but... I would have been better to bet on all of them and get them all right. It was funny. It was yes. funny stuff. Uh, in other uh, sporting news that happened uh, over this uh, this week, we had the Turkish Grand Prix, uh, which Turkish happened Grand where um, it was a, a bit mad. You had Lance Stroll uh, come in pole position uh, in Stroll the qualifying. Pole. Because uh, it was like the whole weekend was a lot of rain, so it was rain in the qualifying. Lance Stroll manages to to come first. Uh, you know, your boy Verstappen is second. Um, oh. You know, it's it's all it's all a bit messy. Like Hamilton qualified like in sixth place. It's kind of everywhere. And then they have the race, and not only is it wet, but there's this brand new asphalt that's leaking a whole load of oil out um, and making these guys lose all their purchase. And they're having to run with wet tires the whole race because it doesn't really dry up. And even if it does dry up, it's still going to be slippery. So they're running with these wet tires, intermediate tires at some points. Um, and Lance Stroll, who starts out in pole position, he has a good run of it through about half the race. But then um, after his pit stop, just goes nowhere. Um, and then just kind of keeps falling back. And he ends up in like ninth place by the end of the race. Yeah, Me daddy's money couldn't buy your talent, Lance. Meanwhile... Your boy, uh, Lewis Hamilton, uh, just cruises out to a victory. Because he just didn't pit, like, after he, he pitted. Well, do you have to pit once? You have to pit once. So he pitted once. And then he once. stayed out for, like, 40 laps he on made the his, intermediate Yeah, he made his change his intermediate tires, and he just stayed on them for the rest of the race. So, guys, um, do you mean Sir yeah. Lewis? Um, 
Uh, surely I, I, I have no strong feelings about that one way or the other but what I will say <laughs> is that um, because Bottas did not outscore Hamilton by at least six points was what he needed in order to keep the the title in contention uh, it means that Hamilton did now win the title so that's him seven seven titles uh, that he's got now he's half he's half it is impressive like it's impressive, but you, you you still hope it would come to an end because I, I would, as much as it is impressive, I would much rather see you know interesting title racing. challenges than yeah. Nick's than also terribly racist. <laughs> is, is that it? Is that it, Connor? <laughs> just can't see it. You just can't they... see an Englishman winning all these titles. Is that your reason? <laughs> They did interview the owner of Mercedes or somebody involving Mercedes. It wasn't Toto Wolf, but he said, what's the secret behind his winning combination with Hamilton? And I said, you, I was thinking, surely the interview should have been eight seconds, said, put very good driver in the fastest car in the field. Yeah. Like, surely it was a, a given. There, there's, it's it's weird because those are those are obviously like the two biggest factors, but then there's a whole lot of other stuff that goes into it. Oh, the um, mechanics are good too, I suppose. Yeah, the, the, the mechanics, kind of your mindset, your preparation, the way you approach it. Like, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, but at the end of the day, he's like definitely one of the best drivers in the field and he's in far and away the best car. Mm. A lot of the other teams yeah. seem to have window lickers as decision makers as well. <laughs> they just seem really stupid. Just work. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's very easy to, to look daft in Formula One. Because like you can you can make a decision and it it it's it could seem like a 50-50 choice when you're making it and then five minutes later it's just blatantly obvious that you should have done one thing and not the other. Mm. Like um like a few a wee while ago, um they had that race in Imola and it was like Perez is in third place and there's a safety car and the racing point are like oh well there's a safety car so we have to pit him so he's on fresh tires because everyone else is going to be on fresh tires so they pit Perez and then like the three drivers right behind Perez none of them pit so then Perez loses like four places and is then behind all these guys after they do the safety car restart and there's only like eight laps left mm. and Perez doesn't get on the podium and then it does seem then, like you're a guinea pig yeah and then, and then his, his team afterwards are like well we thought it was the right decision and and that's kind of all you can do because like at the time they're thinking well all these other guys are also going to pit and then they pit and then everyone else is like nope and then they just look like you know class spanners Prez did the opposite this week though we say like at the end of the race he's like I think after one more lap my tyres would have exploded so he just kept him out there on the same I think if they had asked him to pit he would probably would have stabbed him oh up. he probably would probably would have <laughs> he would have driven in and just driven through his pit crew just run them all over like Stroll tried to do last week yeah so moving on moving on moving on do you have any other news Muhey? Well, are you watching I your are you watching should. your summer autumn rugby shit? I was about to say the first weekend of rugby. Only two games I'm focusing on are Ireland's and England's because that's our group. Mm-hmm. Both one in. Will New Zealand ever win a game again? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, they've lost to Australia and Argentina now. They just have to go through all the alphabet and then they'll. I will say, pick up like, a win again. I think this is the time where they're just kind of. You know what? We can get away with a few losses. Nothing's happening. Yeah. The only reason I'm focusing on the Autumn Internationals is because it's now actually a cup. It's now a trophy, so it will be kind of cool to be the first country to win that. That is true. I I do think that like this going more in the direction of like the Nations League with football and becoming yeah. 
more of an actual competition rather than just a series of friendlies. It makes it well, more interesting trophy, and it makes yeah. it stakes. And particularly <coughs> for like the, the European stuff going on now as well, they're including Fiji and they're including Georgia, which... Oh, well, calm down on Fiji. Which... What? Yeah, they had, a, they had COVID in the camp, so their game against France got called off. Yes, uh, oh, COVID's targeting the one fun rugby team that ever exists. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I, I do love watching Fiji play. They're just big, giant men. Well, ah, oh well. Uh, we can move on to other hand egg stuff because um, we're mainly an NFL podcast. Should we quickly do some Nations League? Do you fancy should a spot in Nations we? League, Matthew? Well, I, I think we should because um, should because Germany just got absolutely brought back. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Germany got taken to a new Joachim Lowe. <coughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Nah, they were, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't even want to say it's the woodshed at this point because it's, it's more like, you know, a yeah. woodshed is, is, is almost too much sympathy for them. This was out in the middle of the courtyard. I mean, all the animals were sitting and watching. Like the farmer's wife was sat there. She was, you know, she was eating her breakfast on the porch still when this happened. There was, there was no decorum about it. Yeah, Joachim posted on Twitter after Spain minus the S. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> the, the German Football Federation had a thing where they were like, uh, oh, Yogi Lowe is still our guy. No question about it. And all the Germany fans are like, we have some questions. <laughs> yeah. Please no. Excuse me, sir. Disagree. Uh, hand is up. I would like to ask some things. Uh, this is the first time ever that Germany has lost by six goals. Um, I just about I. That's well. I didn't know. It's a lot of firsts. I, I knew it was the biggest margin, but it's a lot of first. Uh, it's it's like the biggest margin that they've lost by. Um, it's the first time that Manuel Neuer has ever conceded six in a game. Um, which isn't which it is more I'd be proud of that alone just being like Jesus I got quite far yeah. without conceding uh, your again. your lad Ferland Torres had a hat trick you know in there yeah. um, it's just a great showing I mean I'm just happy for these Spanish boys at a wonderful time I don't want Spain to be good again because when Spain were very good they were very boring yeah all the like Xavi and Yesta Tiki Taka stuff yeah like a thousand also, passes they didn't, per game at least when Germany are good it's fast and exciting yeah because Spain did the same shit for about 11 years they did and then eventually they realised it stopped working you after know it was actually only four is what's mad no, well, it was more like it, it was, was four years, years like 2008 years. to 2012 was, I bet was, that was when it was successful, it was but time, they kept they, going. They started before that. that, yeah. They started before that, and it lasted a wee while after. So and then they got their shit pushed in at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. by by, well, was it not five one in that game against against Holland, uh, Netherlands? Yeah, yeah. Was that the one where the lad like full on karate kicked someone in the chest? No, that was the World, that was Cup, the final World Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. This was the one where uh, the traitor's venomous snake, fucking... Van Persie, yeah. did like yeah. the diving <laughs> header from the, the edge of his box. It was incredible. Seen. It was incredible, but he's still <laughs> a prick. Um, yeah, I don't know if the Nations League deserves much uh, no. much talk. Or, I mean, Northern England are doing very good. Romania. England are doing okay. Uh, France, France have won their group, so Spain and France are both in the finals now. I don't know if anyone else is already in the finals. I don't know. I'm, I care more about Hungary, Turkey at the moment because I need goals. <laughs> can you can you search quickly who is in the finals? Yeah, I'll do it. Because I know that there's Spain, oh, but I'll do it faster. Matthew, France is in. Uh, so Portugal were the holders, so they will not be in it. They've been knocked out. Oh, Sorry okay. for the dead air, everyone. I will not be editing this out. That's no, fine. It is a segment. It's just France and Spain, or Oh, just France and Spain. All right. 
for now or yeah for now then there's other the winners other groups alright okay uh, I mean Scotland won their Nations League didn't they um, that's the only reason they're going to be in the are they, are they in the same division did we talk about Scotland below? last week we did was Scotland we did. last week or two weeks ago two weeks ago I think. was it not the 12th no it was last week but did we, we talk no, about we it? talked about the fact that it was going to be happening we haven't talked oh about the fact God, that Scotland yeah, actually Scotland. won Scotland oh we didn't talk about it <laughs> oh if you didn't talk about it um, I died of shock uh, on, on Thursday night it, that was just because I got something right about a sports thing. It was it was really hilarious because Nick did not allow himself any hope until about three or four minutes left, and that's when Serbia <laughs> stuck the dagger in. <laughs> I I don't think that I felt hopeful even then because if, oh. if you remember my prediction, I predicted Serbia goal at like eighty eighth minute, and what happened yeah, was Serbia say, goal yeah. at the eightieth minute, eighty ninth like, minute. You could tell uh, just by the way, like whenever, like earlier in the game, if Serbia had a close miss, mm-hmm. Nick would have went, oh, and stuck his head down for like three minutes going, this is awful. But then towards the end, it was like, <laughs> oh, looks over at me, kind of excited, going, geez, oh, you got close there. <laughs> then they scored. And Nick just went silent until the, until the saving penalty. <laughs> it was the 89th or 90th minute as well. They scored it, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah it was. Yeah. So yeah, It was right at had, the death. Had we not had that amazing piece of magic from Ryan Christie earlier in the game my prediction would have been bang on what was yeah. the one that uh, Scott or they brought on uh, Luka Jovic yeah and Nick turns to me and says they bring on someone from Real Madrid and Scotland bring on Callum Patterson from Sheffield Wednesday <laughs> yeah but Scotland Both were the caliber Scotland were the better team by I mean, far on the day who has a yes. better mustache, Luka Jovic or Callum Patterson? Exactly, exactly. That's uh, your answer. The only issue is for Scotland as well. They have another mustache up front, Ollie McBurney. Yeah, where Scotland have not wow. scored one goal when he's been on the field. He's not. He, he looks kind of sad oh. and slow. He's awful. He is an Just, awful yeah. footballer. Um, creativity dies whenever he's on the pitch yeah he's just not, he's not that good another fun fact though Scotland have never missed a penalty in a penalty shootout in two penalty shootouts ever they're the <laughs> anti-England <laughs> it, it does make sense for us to do the but opposite of whatever sense, England yeah. are going to do uh, so how, how hopeful are you for the Euros not at all we're going to lose I'm going to buy a Scotland jersey you, you know I who don't else care. I don't yeah, true. care at all but you know who else wasn't hopeful for the Euros uh, no, I don't. Wales, oh. back in 2016, and they yeah. made the semis. Even Northern Ireland qu- got qualified in their group somehow. Yeah. Portugal came third in their group and won oh, everything because bullshit. Portugal won a tournament without winning a game. That is the best thing ever. <laughs> uh, that's a lie because they beat Wales. Do you know? I thought that was an extra time though. It was not. Oh right, I was at the pub to watch that upsetting, upsetting match. Mm. Oh, so long ago. Yeah, but let's, let's, let's not here. talk about Portugal uh, and the Euros we anymore. I'll say we can talk... Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> next allegiance is switch between Scotland and France. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, sad news for uh, Northern Ireland, though. We did get knocked yeah. out an extra time against Slovakia. Slovakia, who just have a bony pick with the Isle of Ireland. Just not allowed... <laughs> first of all, not allowing us the greatest derby in the history of international football. I... Well, there could have been yeah. bloodshed 
and then well, no, there's no fans. Like. Yeah. And then denying <laughs> us uh, Northern Ireland. There could the have Euros. been as well, but the, the other one that could have been a great derby if um, if Scotland had lost uh, against Serbia, then you could have had Serbia Croatia in the um, in the Euros, yeah. which, which is a ooh, <laughs> it's, it's a national history. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we got who who needs? I mean, when the Balkan War happened, nineties exactly, nothing compared to uh, big old Robert the Bruce taking on England. Back seven hundred years ago. That's history right there. Hopefully, hopefully it's the I, sequel. The, the just the thing that that gives me a lot of hope for the for those group games with England is just that I I know in my heart that everyone in England is going to go into that game with a level head and and just nice measured expectations. There's no chance at all. That every single person south of the border is going to write off that game as a as a foregone win for England and act as if they've already won it before it happens. It'll be the second they're... game of the tournament, yeah. and who else is in the who else is in the group? Uh, is it Croatia as well? I think it's Croatia and the Czech Republic. And yeah, so England will lose to Croatia, mm. and they will somehow lose to Scotland. England losing to and Croatia, Scotland will far. send them home. Gareth Southgate will be, oh no, I don't understand how we're not effective when our right wing back is our best attacker. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. As long as we can get away with having it be 12 versus 10 because Harry Maguire is going to be tackling his own defenders in the box. (laughs) Gareth Southgate, oh we need more creativity up the front. Grealish, shut the fuck down. I do not pick you. <laughs> As he spits venom towards him. Jack Grealish in the England camp is like that lass in Science of the Lambs who's down in the pit. Jack Grealish. It's like, <laughs> he puts the lotion there. on the skin. Yeah. yeah. There's a big Gareth Southgate spraying him with a hose from above. Would you 3-5-2? I'd 3-5-2. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of the football. Back to the football. I don't think we want to actually properly talk about football there. We just roasted Southgate. Uh, <laughs> Talked about history. The lad roasts himself. <laughs> True. In the NFL, I'm only going to. We're not going to go through everything. Just a few topics. Yeah, just uh, got a haircut. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, Matthew! Have you seen this haircut? <laughs> he looks like Connor now. I'm looking it up now. <laughs> he has a lot more hair than me. He just, just I, type in the Twitter Justin much, Herbert. Not by much, Connor. It's not really a buzz. <laughs> it's so funny that Justin Herbert, the set, Herbert. the first thing is stats. <laughs> I wanted to say Herbert and then didn't set up the joke, but anyway. Uh, it's his, It's the second thing you. He's got tons of right? He's looking. You know what he looks like? He, he just looks like Biff. He looks. He looks like his dad has just signed him up for the army. He looks like Biff oh from Back God, to the Future. That's what he is. It looks like, like his dad has gone down to the army reserve center and signed him up without <laughs> him knowing. And now he's arrived for basic training. Da- and yeah. he's not having it. His dad wants to save him from the Chargers by sticking him in the Marines. Yeah, head and shoulders instantly drop him. <laughs> Uh, and he does not have the face for that haircut either no he actually looks like he, he's just been caught shooting into a crowd of people and the best part about this story do you know where he got his haircut he got his haircut from the Chargers strength and conditioning coach <laughs> he can didn't tell. even go to a haircut he just, he just some lad in the locker room oh, just like hey come here man. 
<laughs> the lad took helmet hair too seriously. Mm. <laughs> All right, Jesus. starting off with the uh, headlines. Hale Murray hits the scene. Yeah, you love to see it. Kyler Murray with a last second Hale Mary, which was, to defeat the hapless Buffalo Bills. Yeah, his, that Hale Mary was only slightly more bullshit than the Bills touchdown to bring it that far in <laughs> yeah. the first place. <laughs> yeah, that whole game was ridiculous. I was. Like, it was a, insane. A lot of people are saying this was like an offensive masterclass. All these points, all this excitement. It was a it was like a shit show with so much glitter put on top. Yeah. The yeah. Cardinals had nine points at halftime. The Bills blew a twenty forty nine lead. Josh Allen uh was getting some bacon tips from Russell Wilson. They cook up some turnovers. Because <laughs> the man the man had two interceptions and should have had four, but Patrick Peterson. I don't know. Yeah. Patrick Peterson oh. still had Cole Beasley roasting himself in the head. They uh come down with some of those interceptions. I will say there was a, all the memes I've seen about it since have basically been Kyler Murray sit with his eyes closed saying "fuck it," DeAndre's out there somewhere. He and he posted that himself on Twitter. Oh, did he? He said "fuck it," Hawkins out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it felt like like all right. So the Bills the Bills got that late touchdown. It was actually just a dime of a pass by Josh Allen. Oh, it was a but gr- they shouldn't have been in that take. position in the first place. Because the Cardinals, no. you know, should have extended their league, but like Fitzpat or Fitzgerald somehow caused an interception. Yeah, where he fell yeah. to the ground with the ball on his hands, and then without the ball hitting the ground, flung it up into the air for one Which of the balls they catch. I don't, I don't understand how that play is not either an incomplete pass or a caught pass. Because surely, if if he has, but if enough, he wasn't down by if, contact, if it's he, a fumble. If he has enough. If he has enough possession of the ball to be able to keep it from touching the ground, then that should be a completed pass. Yeah, well, and if he doesn't, been... then it's just an incomplete pass. Yeah, it should have been an incomplete pass, but there was no, there was no actual, uh, there was no replays indicating that any part of the ball touched the ground. I just, I just think that's it's so ridiculous. Dumb. It's mad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the Bills had another chance. Josh Allen threw an intercept or threw. A, sorry, I'm so used to saying threw an interception. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he threw a, a dime of a touchdown that completely just negates the bad match he had up until yeah, because it was a, it was amazing. And then Kyler Murray goes down and throws a hail mary, and now for whatever reason, because he threw a hail mary, despite not having a great game, his MVP odds have gone down. Yeah. Because like there's more of a chance of him winning an MVP compared yeah. to a great game he had against the Dolphins last week. Yeah, yeah. Where he, because he lost his MVP, uh, you know, like his odds went up. Like it, I'm it just grew. gonna say, people are gonna people are gonna choose Kyler Murray for MVP just because it's his second year in the league. And his second year, okay. and he has also had a marked improvement. Yeah, they're like, how can a child throw that far? That's, they're <laughs> so impressed. <laughs> Uh, You've never seen a baby yeet a hundred a prom. Cup. He's out there throwing passes with a car seat on. I despise Cliff Kingsbury as well. I just <laughs> hate him so much. Like you're an offensive head coach, and you're an idiot. You're What's like going on? an offensive head coach that's so conservative, yeah. and you're just relying on Kyler Murray's. Ah, my booklet has <laughs> disappeared. I fumbled it like Patrick Peterson with an interception. Uh, but sorry. 
Yeah, you're, uh, Kyler, Cliff Kingsbury just relies on Kyler Murray's crazy legs. Yeah, the, the Cardinals yeah. offense uh, minus that <clears throat> run threat would not really be very good. Does yeah. Kyler Murray look like uh, baby legs from Rick and Morty except replace them <laughs> with the Roadrunners like speed? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to say Deadpool whenever he got his legs cut off. Uh, it's just a tiny. Uh, moving on from that, actually, it'll make the uh, Seahawks Cardinals rematch pretty exciting. Have you seen that that part tonight? In, yes. The part in um, in SpongeBob where like Mr. Krabs, his like tiny his legs are like moving side to side really fast. He's just kind of <laughs> sawing over the over the like the floor. That's how he does it. That's that's how Kyler Murray rushes. Hasn't he? He's had like seven rushing touchdowns in five games or something. Now. Mm. It's just because he's so erratic as well. Like he's. There's no thought. No one can predict where he's going to go because yeah. he has no fucking You'd have to clue. be an idiot to trade him away in fantasy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have Daniel Jones' redemption run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on a much much shorter field, so he didn't Still. have time to, to get in his head about it. Yeah. It's not enough time for Daniel to think. He actually, he actually full-on Forrest Gump and ran down the tunnel and just yeah. stumbled all uh, the way. Daniel Jones, who... who <laughs> Played a good game. Played really well. He played well. Oh, he, yeah. he was making good passes. He had a couple of like, had a couple ones where he like the, the pass rush was like, you know, a millisecond away from getting to him, and he managed to get the ball out in time. Um, so he was he was doing well. Um, he could break out and and you know he could get some good runs because there was about you know fifty hectares of open space in front of the pocket whenever he decided to break out. So nice easy runs for him there. Uh, and yeah, he, he performed well. Do you know that he is PFF's eleventh highest graded QB this year? This year, yeah, uh, which is I pretty impressive. I didn't know that, but yeah, you know, very impressive. Good form. I, I think they put a, quite a high premium on running ability, eh. and oh, so I, I imagine yeah. that, that weighs into it. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it doesn't work. I'm just saying that, like, I think that rating is is uh, is probably a, like a balanced reflection of more overall um, contribution to the offense considering the rushing rather than just a pure like how is he as a passer yeah um, just sitting in the pocket and yeah throwing, yeah like a Brady which, breeze which kind of I'm not gonna I'm not saying that that's unfair or that that's a reason to discount the analysis I'm just saying that I, I think that that goes some way to explain why Daniel Jones might be considered better by PFF than I than think Yahoo's might think as well. What I'll say about the the game, like when when the Giants mm. needed yeah. a touchdown, the Eagles put on some pressure. It went down, and got a touchdown. Like I yeah. was, I was really impressed by that, and I think just I consistent put, scoring too. I That's put too much stock into that uh, that game against the Buccaneers mm. on prime time because I I was full like the whole thing like oh. The world's eyes are on this game. Well, to, to me, to so me, that game against the Buccaneers showed that the Giants' roster and and talent is good enough that if Daniel Jones plays well, they'll be able to win games. Yeah, and in that game, he didn't yeah, play true. that well, and they lost. In this <clears throat> game, he did play well, and they won. Are they are they the best team in the NFC East? They might be. I think at the minute, are. yeah. At the, yeah. At the minute, yeah. I they, mean, at, at the minute, it, the best team in the <coughs> NFC East, I think you, you, you draw, it's like a lucky dip every week. It changes every fortnight. Yeah. I have a hot take. I don't know how hot it is, actually. Daniel Jones in his second year, more impressive than Josh Allen in his second year. See, I don't remember uh, enough about Josh Allen's yeah, second year to be able to, to really... All I know there, is that at the end, he completely shat the bed mm-hmm. in the playoff game. Yeah, and he wasn't overly impressive in the entire just over the course of the season. It was just 
Like there was a lot of doubts. You may well be right there. I, I just don't know enough about the Bills. And then because now he started the year, yeah, like a, like a house on fire. And then you know had a, a three bad games, but has now picked it back up a bit, sort of. Yeah. Um, that everyone's now going to be everyone's going to be sucking his dick yeah. about how good he is. Yeah. And I would I would like to <coughs> before we move away from the this Eagles Giants game, I just want to want to quickly. Um, throw a bit of uh, heat in the direction of the Eagles play calling just been just bad yeah. Nick you throwing some heat at the play calling is the most life I will have seen from it <laughs> in months um, it's, just, it's just upsetting when you see them do things like you know uh, first down run for no gain second down oh, I know I know what we'll do We'll get Jalen Hurts on and we'll snap the ball to Jalen Hurts with a running back next to him, who's obviously just there to like do a, like a like a, some kind of blocking duty. And then, oh, what's that? Jalen Hurts is running the ball because, yeah, that's kind of what everyone and their mother expects to happen when you see him come on the field. And then what do the Giants do? Oh, they defend the run. What happens in the play? Negative a yard. Oh, it's third and 11 now. Fantastic. What a great, what a great play call. And also, um, th- just the penalties in that game on the Eagles, ridiculous. Oh, so, so many, sorry. so many penalties. We got called for false starts on a wide receiver twice in the same half. I have never seen that happen before. It was just such Literally a penalty never. week. Like, that might just be me not paying attention enough to penalty flags, but I, that is the first time I can ever remember seeing a wide receiver get called for offside. And it happened twice to was different it players. Wide receiver it was too? different players. Oh. Well, that's it's equally bad. It's just. Oh, it's, it's so frustrating. It and then I, I, don't know, I don't know what happened with Kelsey as well, but there, was, there were like three or four bad snaps in the game. There was, there was a couple that hit Carson Wentz in the ankles. Um, you know, yeah. there was a few that were just. just Oddly, just out of proportion, and and just the whole thing, you know. I just, I just, oh, yeah. But it's no, just not everyone, a great year for the NFC East. Everyone, uh, remember my prediction. What? What was your prediction? They're going to go on a losing streak, and Wentz will be benched. And I'm not saying it'll make anything oh, yes. better, but I, I think they're going to just try out someone. I don't think they will because I think. Have, <clears throat> what, have, what have you seen from this coaching staff that makes you think they want to try things? I just think I think it's not. You think you think that these are the kind of people who have ideas. I just think Doug Peterson might panic. Like if you if he loses like the next four games, which are all against good teams, it's against the Browns, Packers, Seahawks, and Saints. Actually, the Cardinals, not the Saints. They could actually beat the Seahawks at the moment. Yeah, I mean they could, but I don't think they will. No, and the Browns will the Browns will shit on them. I think. Uh, I'm I'm kind of intrigued about the Browns. Uh, we'll the just them. rely a lot on the run. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the Eagles' next uh, number of games are Seahawks, Eagles, Saints, Cardinals. They're playing themselves. Oh, Browns, Browns. I said, I've done that twice. I said that off screen as well. Well, they play themselves every game. Sorry. The Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints. Cardinals. I know. In in the sense they that they are their own, in the sense that they are their own worst enemy, then they do play themselves every week. Um, they they could they could lose those games. They could win a few of them. They're going to win and honestly. They will win one out of spite, so they win the division and have a worse draft pick. <laughs> that's what that's what will happen. Maybe. I mean, honestly, 
a worse draft pick as if they would do anything with a good draft pick anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like our our last top draft pick was Andre Dillard and he has been nothing. Well, no, it was Jalen Rager. No, I mean our last time we had a high draft pick. No, that was in the 20s. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely, it surely like, highest uh, 15 and above. It was one pick above, it was one pick in front of the Houston Texans who wanted him and then they took like a third round talent, a tackle, because they panicked. Oh, <laughs> We should have just let them have him. Their third round tackle was probably better. I mean, he got injured, to be fair. It's not really his fault. Same with Jalen Rager. He got injured this year, but he wasn't injured last year and he yeah. was still bad. Now Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver, rookie wide receiver this year. He loved to see it. Pain. Aye, aye. Travis Fogel. I would have Travis Fogel over Justin Jefferson. Yeah, oh, Fogel and Arthur go outside lining up. Who Fogum, needs Metcalf and Jefferson? I, I legitimately think that like, Fogel is a more useful person to have on the team. Just because he is, yeah. he is, his route running is legitimately top tier. He also like, has glue on his hands. He is he is so good at doing his routes. It is scary how good he is for just a second year guy who has basically never played in his first year. Alright, next up. Um yeah. Russ's MVP train is being derailed. It's okay. It's just had a few stops. There's a tree down on the line. It's going to get back on track in short notice. Oh man, Matthew, what is Russ cooking? Is he? Is he? Is it a pineapple turnover? It's burnt. Is it an apple turnover? It's overcooked, boys. Is <laughs> he even? He's actually ruining the turnovers. Oh, he's doing them brilliantly. Mm. He's a very competent turnover man. It's got an easy bake oven. They've went from first to third in the division so quickly. Like, like the like so the, the, the general to like the general opinion of Twitter, Ross has gotten just too much into Bake Off. Yeah, <laughs> he's also furious that that girl was eliminated last night. That I have no reference for. But everyone's kicking <laughs> off Twitter. Uh, Twitter, like, tra- or what was trending? Fuming was trending, and it's a robbery was trending. Of course, the word fuming was. <laughs> Definitely. Fuck it. Um, it's also people. because this is the state of Twitter in, in you know in, in like the UK and like Ireland in general. Um there there was a lad that did a Pingu impersonation on Bake Off and so Pingu was trending on Twitter. Mm. But that's all we need. Is one one washed up lad on Bake Off doing a Pingu impersonation and all of a sudden everyone in the fucking island is like, oh, Let's get on the door. Let's talk about Dole Pingu. Pingu. Let's talk about Pingu. I'm trying to like, see. I'm actually in my head. I'm trying to use my cogs to work out how I can relate Russell Wilson to Pingu, just so I can do the Pingu noise. Well, I don't know. I'll just do it. Well, anyway. the door. The door who got kicked. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! That was piercing. <laughs> that actually made me once. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, the Seahawks defense actually played a decent game this week. I know. What and Ross ruined everything. <laughs> it was Matthew, just like... Why does Ross suck? How, how many interceptions were there in that game? Every. Just all of them. And they were all, there was two from Russell Wilson. Oh, I'm Russell Apparently. Wilson. I'm going to uh, do a, a scramble here with 20 yards to the goal line. Oh, there's only one linebacker or safety in front of me. Could easily just shed him and run past him. Nah, you know what? Well, he run about 10 feet and then threw it. Just for a jump ball. Oh no, it wasn't even a jump ball. The Rams defender just plucks it out of the air because it was a shite pass. Yeah, good decision it, making, Ross. I think the last two weeks he's very much. Even towards the end of the game, it's like, oh, Ross, you just need to get out of bounds here to save time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, just, I'm not doing that. 
I'm not going to do that. Does that win me the MVP? No. It will. I do think. It's like, literally the week I said on the podcast he won't win MVP. He does this two weeks in a row. Ross, so is, Ross is like it's like he's being given the chance to win an Oscar, but decides I want to win a Raspberry this yeah. year. I mean, raspberry you know, turnover do you know who didn't have any interceptions last week as well Goff uh, both Wentz and uh, Daniel Jones who have had like the most interceptions just the most turnovers in general <coughs> and then neither one of them has an interception in, in the whole game All right, so Carson Wentz actually leads the league in turnover passes like where he plays who's second Shirley Ross nope Oh, oh! I I thought that was because you were saying this. Is it um, someone? I, I don't know. So just it's Josh Breeze. Allen. <laughs> oh right, of course it's Josh. That was stupid. How do we not? <laughs> I mean, Connor's I bringing it up, so it's going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be about Josh Allen. All right, so the uh, the Rams are now six and three in the division, along with the Cardinals and the, the Seahawks. Seattle, so Rams are looking decent. Yeah, um, so as yeah. long as you don't ask Jared Goff to do anything. I, so I, he, I just want to. I just want to say his here. Head. This year, so you know, every, every year, like, um, divisions play each other. Yeah. And this yeah. year, the NFC West gets to play in the NFC, the NFC East. So every NFC West team is playing all these NFC East teams. Mm. The records are looking this good because they're being, they're getting these games served up to them on a plate against trash fire teams in the NFC East. That's that's why yeah. you've got all these teams at six and three, and then you're looking at the Seahawks defense. You're like, what the fuck is happening there? And then you know you go and look at the the, the Rams, and they they get absolutely taken to the cleaners by the Dolphins. Yeah, and they'll just get their shit pushed in in the playoffs. So I will say else? the Seahawks haven't yet played the three NFC West teams. No, right, so NFC you're, you're due East, some sorry. slices of cake there, Matt. So we're still going to feel better nine. about it. Ooh, yeah. Hang on, our you're next still three guaranteed game, our nine? next two games. Hey, hey. And we also play the Jets. The Seahawks will go eleven and five, regardless of what happens. Have the Seahawks? The Seahawks played the Cowboys, didn't they? And that was with yes, they did. Yeah, that All was right. a very good game, uh, enjoyable game. Next up, uh, Nick Chubb shames fantasy players and Browns betters. Yeah, in a ten-seven mm-hmm. slaughter. Imagine getting beat by three whole points. Uh, Nick <laughs> Chubb breaks out a late. Like 60, 70 yard uh, touchdown worthy run. Yeah. And decides to go out of bounds at the, the one yard line. Touchdown worthy run. Is that a PFF designation? <laughs> right? So it he was, went, he went it out was of bounds. a touchdown and he went no. Yeah, he went out of bounds at the one yard line <laughs> yeah. and they just got to kneel it out. Mm. And the spread for that game was three and a half points. Oh. I bet on that. I, mean, I also had job in my fantasy there some team. some fun ones for the spreads this week. I mean, the, the Bills. Um, the Bills Cardinals game where the Bills spread was uh, plus two point five, yeah, and the Cardinals win by two points, and they kneel instead of t- kicking the extra point at the end uh, after the. That surprised me. The they the dreams are made of. They could have kicked that extra point. They would have covered the spread. Instead, they took a knee. Yeah, they also because like the I only way the they could have lost that. The only way they could have lost that was that if they went for if, if, their, if their field goal got blocked and returned. Yeah. So the, Which the is right thing odds. But it's it's just so funny when you see that happen. Like it's that um it's that moment from uh, from Star Wars, you know, like Star Wars and New Hope. It's just it's Obi Wan Kenobi going, and suddenly I heard a voice, like a million betters crying out in terror, and they were suddenly <laughs> silenced. All right, next up, Brady got mad, so Brady annihilate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, Tom sorry, Panthers. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was it was really Tom Swash. Tampa Bay put up uh, put on a show offensively mm. as they destroyed uh, the Panthers, who you know forgot that second halves exist. So it and was Ronald like, Jones needs to fuck off as well. Oh, big Rojo, big Rojo, big Rojo. He's crowd. only the fourth ever player to yeah. get ninety-eight yards in a run, a ninety-eight-yard uh, touchdown which, which run. I, I made this point when me and Connor were watching this. Um, I I don't think it matters at all whether a run is ninety-eight yards or ninety-seven or ninety-six or ninety-nine. Nobody gives a fuck. It's it's at, at that point it is he ran the whole field. He ran from this yes, end zone yeah. to this end zone. He's, you know, it was just a 98-yard gain. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> he, he definitely it, ran more than 100 yards. Nick, I bet you pour water on people's birthday candles. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Connor, those things leave fumes. Um, it was it was actually really impressive by Bruce Arians because he must have been dying to kick Ronald Jones out that game. He's actually he had a drop mad. pass and a fumble. He's mad that that happened. Yeah, he's pissed. I don't, I don't understand how the man nearly got two hundred rushing, rushing yards and a touch. Well, I know how he got the touchdown. Watch Matthew, it uh, I, I can explain it very succinctly, Matthew. He was playing you on my fancy team. <laughs> That's uh, how Antonio Brown. Oh, I just read Antonio Brown with sixty-nine yards. He's done it. <laughs> All right. Uh, bad news for the Panthers, though. Uh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is likely, I know he missed this game, but he's likely missing his next game as well yeah. against the Lions. Uh, your boy, Teddy Bridgewater, might also be injured. Oh, so we, yeah, might see, we might see the XFL's PJ Walker. I'd which I'm actually be excited for. Connor, I'm really Connor excited for that. Legitimately excited for this. Speaking of he, the, speaking of the Lions, we were so close to getting rid of Matt Patricia. Yeah, so close. So close. We were twenty four three up. It was twenty seven each. Of course, they oh, came back. That was that was a, a fun one because they're they're, they're up so this fun much, <laughs> and I'm looking over at Connor. And Connor is just terrified. No, no. What? I was cheering. I had a bet on for the Washington team. I want. Oh, I wanted them to lose so much. And then, what are they? What the fucking Washington do? They leave sixteen seconds on the clock. So of course, Stafford gets them in the field goal range. They kick a fifty-nine yarder because Matt Prater has never once missed a uh, either game tying or game winning field goal in his Lions career. That is, so that cool. is insane. That is amazing. He's like 22 so... for 22. He's missed so many the... kicks this year, but, you know, he likes the big bollocks moments. And those <laughs> are the hardest kicks, like, of, of all. And that's a very long one. I yeah. mean, it's, it might be, it's got to be some kind of mental thing. That, like, you know, he, he doesn't care about pressure. But then when there's no pressure, it's like it, it doesn't psych him up enough to perform. Or maybe, like, in, in that situation as well, like the further out, he's weirdly better because he has this, like, certain way of kicking yeah. where it kind of goes out and then back in because he just puts his laces yeah, through. bananas a bit. So maybe if yeah. it's, it's a bit closer. Maybe. It doesn't takes work the as well. curve out of it. He also probably is like, well, if I miss, we're going to overtime, so whatever. Yeah. And if I score, I'm the hero <laughs> and everyone yeah. loves me. I will say, just when we're past, or are we, we are past the game, is this not the week Jason Myers got a career long and a franchise long field goal? He was 61 yards. Yeah, Jason Myers for the Seahawks kicking has actually been uh, remarkably good this year. He's been quite good, yeah. He is Which the, is weird because he's a kicker on the Seahawks. He's, yeah. I think he's the, is he the first Seahawks kicker? Or do you have a 60 yard kick? Uh, 60 plus, yeah, he's a franchise record. He's the first. Holder, and it was his career long. Yeah, he's the first uh, <coughs> 60 yard kicker this year, I believe. Oh right, 
and six, just he's putting up them Jake Elliott numbers, sixty-one yards, boys. You love to see it. Yeah, whatever. <sighs> I could do sixty-five. Um, okay. Yeah, it was really annoying that uh, it was the most Lions game ever. It was where they go up and then just decide. Lions. All right, we've got an insurmountable lead that no one can ever come back from. Let's <laughs> run out the clock. You, uh, you're very lucky that you came away with a win there because you got hit with the win percentage graphic. We did. I did not want to win. I did not want to win. But now, you know what? You know, four and five, that is the best Patricia has ever been. Nine yeah. games in the season. It's yeah. not a bad record. Like. This is his. I mean, it's, it's, ah! it's an okay record. It's just that Patricia is a very mediocre coach. Yeah. That is Matt putting Stafford in nicely. had a wonder game. That is Matt put, Stafford played a, a blinder. Game. He was not, he, he was just very competent. I mean, they had and that, then they well, just maybe that's what it is. They had they that thing as well. They had that thing before the game <clears> where they announced that DeAndre Swift was going to be the the featured running back. Yeah. Oh, and you're oh. like, wait, we're going to we're going to make already? Yeah, we're going to make your second round pick who you got at the start of the second round over the likes of Chase Claypool and whatnot. We're going to make him uh, the backup for nine weeks behind Adrian, three and a half yards per carry Peterson, and that's on a good week. <laughs> They always run what, him in second and long too. What a what a surprise! He did. It was the Andre Swift played fantastic. Uh, whenever you actually send him to go out and run a route, it's it's crisp. Like his touchdown is his one touchdown. The game came on like a, a zig route. Yeah, which was great. Adrian Peterson could not do that because just, cruise you know, ships take hours. They turn. I just think that. <laughs> I just think that it is, it is the Lions' turn to overpay Adrian Peterson for him to have an average season yeah. where he gets every single yeah. snap you know it was Washington before this it's the Lions now it'll be some poor team next year it'll probably be the Jets oh, maybe it's it's because he'll have like, yeah, one well, run definitely be the Jets <laughs> he'll have one run at the start when he's well rested and he'll look good because he got like 90 yards in his first game for the Lions yeah yeah um, so the Lions are playing the Panthers next who could be without Teddy B who, yeah, and who then are they might win that. Yeah. Then they're going to be playing the Texans on Thanksgiving. Okay, uh, so which they they'll be five and five. It's the Lions' one prime time game of the year. Yeah, I hope it is awful. <laughs> I hope it is awful. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus! And Matt Patricia ain't eating turkey at the end of that game. Jesus, <laughs> hey, it's too he, lean he, for him. He doesn't it's need too cows. lean. He's making a beef version of turkey. Uh, next but not up, like a cow. I mean, Matt like Patricia man. looks like the kind of lad who would cook his turkey in a big oil drum outside his house, set yeah. a tree on fire. <laughs> Matt Patricia is the type of guy who'd go to a Wendy's for Thanksgiving and enjoy it. Uh, the Packers nearly lost to the Jags at Lambeau. Law. Yeah. That's all I need to say. Here's the funny thing: uh, Jags' offense was awful as well. If Gardner Minshew played that game. They would have won. I think they would. Yeah, they would have won it. Uh, Dolphins have now won five on the bounce. Yeah, playoff Two bound. Is a, a force. Yeah, of nature, um, it would actually, legitimately playoff bound. Yeah, and they could win the division. They could. There's also there's nine teams in the NFL on six and three. <laughs> yeah, and the so Dolphins many, are now amongst there's, them. There's so many it's in the funny. NFC or in the AFC. Yeah, oh, got the Ravens, Browns. Eagle, not Eagles. Ravens, Browns, uh, Dolphins, and I think it's Las Vegas. Titans. Yeah. Titans as well. T- Titans. But then there's three in the NFC West. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then next you have up, the 49ers. Yeah. Raiders smashed the, the Raiders smashed the Broncos. 
pecking off Locke four times. Yeah. Yeah. More no, like for Drew. Just generally Drew week, Locke. There was a lot of interceptions. Drew Locke, more like Drew Croc. Croc of shit. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, lad's dumb. Uh, Joe can't cut through when Burrow falls flat against the Steelers. Connor uh, has a, a weird hatred of Joe Burrow. I don't know why I you hate Joe Burrow's arm he so much. He doesn't have a good arm. There was this. There was a, a hilarious throw against the Steelers where he throws it up to AJ Green against the wind. It goes ten. It misses AJ by about ten yards because it just dies. I mean, sometimes winds are very strong. Sometimes you don't expect them to be as strong as they are. Sometimes it's hard to read them. Ben had no, but then you show there you show ones against uh, of Ben Roethlisberger doing it from like the same side. And it's fine. Yeah, he doesn't ben have is made of different stuff. Joe Burrow just doesn't have an NFL arm. He's like a taller Gardner Minshew out there. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a very unfair criticism. I think that's very game. unfair. <laughs> I just don't. Aye, aye. I think it's perfectly aye. reasonable. You friend, can be a good QB pod, and not have a friend it. of the pod. Joe Burrow has a fantastic arm. I'll leave it. At I that. think he just <laughs> doesn't have as strong as arm as. Of, well, he was bigged up because he's so talented, but he obviously doesn't have as big an arm as the rest of the NFL or others in the NFL. Sorry, I will say though that that's something that you can work on. Like, yeah, you, he's a first year do, QB. Like, yeah, he's a first year QB, and also you can do strength training. Like, it, it, is, it is possible to do the la, yeah, you know, but it's a bit it's a bit different because with strength training, it's not just you have the like big muscles to throw. Sometimes if you put on too much weight, in your arms. That changes the velocity that you've I been like throwing with in the motion. You can also just train throwing mechanics. He will get a better throwing and mechanic. Also, yeah, Aye, but he's halfway to a bus pass at this point. He's an old rookie. He's older yeah, than he's... Lamar. And yeah, Lamar couldn't have a fucking the side of a barn. Yeah, but Lamar actually has an arm. I mean, what use is that? What does he? What does he do? I mean, it's, you, you, it's you're actually, telling me that. Uh, I know. It's as, actually as far good. as I can tell. Lamar could just have a fucking one of those baby carriers on the front of his you, chest. I mean, you and give sewn off. You give the same. You give Lamar. Uh, you give Lamar the weapons Joe Burrow has on a, a wide Lamar receiver. Has weapons. He's got Mark yeah. Andrews. He's a oh, fantastic. He's got. He's, he's got, got Hollywood Miles. Brown, who's a great receiver. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown. The fact that is Lamar can't hit him doesn't Hollywood mean he's a bad receiver. Hollywood Brown is not that good. He's he a is decent. Good. He's not. He's not. He's not. Like, or I'm no, not saying he's, he's excellent, bad. but he is good. He's not even. He is. He is so average. He's just a fast guy who's really short. Yeah, and Lamar can't <laughs> hit him if he fucking tries. Are you saying he's not as good because of short? Yes, especially if you're, the, like, if you're meant to be a wide receiver one. And he's not like physical or athletic. He weighs less than me. And he's an NFL player. All I'm saying is... A lot of is NFL Lamar, players weigh less than me. Lamar is the kind of guy who goes up to shoot a three. Don't shame and yourself, completely, He doesn't even... <laughs> it's not even like it bounces off the rim. When Lamar goes to shoot a three, he completely misses the backboard. Joe Burrow can't reach the backboard. Joe Burrow can reach the backboard. Joe Burrow goes to dunk and it comes short. <laughs> Why would no, he go Joe to Burrow dunk? goes to dunk and he gets out tea and biscuits. Uh, uh, issue, just... I panic with Joe Burrow, is all. He just, I don't I think really he has like a high ceiling. I don't think he has a ceiling. I mean, it's a very low you're... ceiling, I'd say. If this is his floor, though, then he could still be a very competent NFL let's just player. Remember, let's just remember, this is this is Connor, famous Josh Allen hater. So, yeah. we know what Connor Who knows about QB development. Friend of, friend of uh, the well, Paul. Mr. Mr. Uh, second most turnover, wherever he plays in the league, Josh Allen. Despite so did having they get turned the over? best team. The best team? Best team around him. It's not the best team. He's got the around best team. Around him, yes, specifically he does not around have the best team. <laughs> he has such. A, Joe, Josh he Allen has a, very has a good fantastic O line. 
He has incredible wide receivers who are just always open. They're like, oh, Josh, you're really struggling to hit these tight window throws. All right, let's just give give people, let's just get people that have like 10 yards of space around them at all time. Yeah, Cole Diggs Beasley. especially now. Cole Beasley, like I said, I don't know if I said this on the pod. Cole Beasley is like the mayor's, decky, the, he's like the mayor who has a very dickish son because he's always bailing his son out. And his son is Josh Allen. Because Josh Allen's shit. So a weird analogy. I actually kind of get it though. Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league. The Connor, other one being D Hop, probably. That was Connor, why I was excited for that. Connor game. goes to bed at night and just spanks his meat to videos of Josh Allen interceptions. <laughs> but now he's having to set off of them. Like if a, Josh Allen interceptions are porn, then the Josh imagine, Allen interception worthy plays are softcore. I'm saying, imagine you gave him like a jump ball receiver and not somebody's jail. Imagine him with Kenny Galladay, for instance. Mm-hmm. And you throw it up to Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Kenny Galladay's like going to jump for it yeah. and realizes, oh, it's down at my knees instead. <laughs> oh, no. And the, receipt, the other guy just picks it off very simply. Um, all right, next up Saints win game, but lose Breeze. Famous Jameis time. Yeah. Or, um, well, this, yeah, it is Jameis. This is, this is really bad for Breeze. Um, I mean, I, I, saw, I saw a graphic that came up on, on one of these things and it was like, I think it was during the Monday night game they had this thing it was like uh, oh most optimistic projection for Drew Brees is like return in three weeks and you think the lad had a collapsed lung give yeah. him he's, he's he's almost he's what he's 40 years old he had a collapsed lung he might need a while yeah fractured ribs I think that's one of them things it's just because he can return someone can return in three weeks from that that's his most optimistic. That will yeah. not happen with like, Drew Brees. Brandon Brooks maybe could return in three weeks from that. I don't yeah. think Drew Brees will. Yeah, no, but no. Michael Thomas will be shocked in uh, he'll be shocked <coughs> in training with Jameis Winston yeah. that if he's twenty yards down the field, the ball actually might be coming to him. Well, this is the thing. This is you got to remember. This is not last year Jameis Winston. This is LASIK Jameis Winston. It is. It's LASIK Jameis <laughs> <Yes>. Winston. <laughs> it's LASIK Winston. Sean Payton. <laughs> We're not and with. We're not Michael ready. Thomas, Alvin Kamara. We're not ready for LASIK Jameis Winston to be the best QB that the NFL has ever seen by a wide margin. I'd love to see that. Now that, that he can finally life. see the players, everyone's hyped up as well. Though about Taysom Hill, I'm tempted Hill. to pick him up on fantasy. Everyone's hyped up about Taysom Hill. Why would but they remember be, last why would year? Why be hyped up about a tight end? I said, remember, remember <laughs> last year, whenever Teddy Bridgewater came on. Yeah, Taysom Hill yeah. was now the backup and not the third choice. So yeah. he, he he was like, "Oh, you're a backup. We can't afford to get you hurt by you know being a a goofy tight end or a fullback out there." Yeah. <laughs> so we're not going to see any anything of him. Um, Sunday night game, Belichick can summon a monsoon. Yeah, the crafty sword. Yeah, Belichick is uh, is out there with like a deck of Gwent cards, and he's playing his like Skellige rainstorm. Sorry, uh, sorry, did I say a uh, political activist, Bill Belichick? In some of monsoon. <laughs> Should have said that instead. I laugh, but it is actually a very serious problem that he's trying to highlight. Yeah. Which is uh, that there is a currently a war slash uh, ethnic cleansing going on between uh, Azerbaijan, backed by Turkey, and Armenia. And yeah. Armenia has, like, fractions of the military power of, like, Turkey um, and Azerbaijan. And it is not uh, not nice what's going on there. There have been uh, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, videos and, and photos and things coming out uh, that look to be suggesting that there's uh, some big war crimes happening. 
Well, now we know we can summon a monsoon. Big cool war crimes. <laughs> now we know we can summon a monsoon. Yeah. What about a flood? <clears throat> Don't know. Because where did... Are you uh, talking about like a flood, like an offense scheme? Where or did you... Halo? Where did Noah land? Where did Noah land? At the end of the flood. <laughs> the Caucasus Mountains. Did he? Yeah. All right. I mean, I think I, you did mention that before. I'm, I'm, I always I'm like. Pretty sure he's we're, we are, bring up the caucus, so. We are the podcast that brings up the Caucasus Mountains the most. I think it was the last time I the said you saw the Caucasus. The Caucasus Mountains are not where I thought they were. They are. They are between uh, Anatolia and Russia. Exactly. The corner of the Black so sea. Georgia, which is just north of Armenia. I'm just saying, get your get the Armenians to go north. The Bill Belichick flood will happen. They will smite <laughs> the Azerbaijanis and the Turks. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, uh, the Ravens with an un- <laughs> uncharacteristic loss? Question mark? Or was it that uncharacteristic? Um, I think they were um, geo loss more than anything. It was quite wet. Yeah. Yes. Mm. That's what else. But but surely. Uh, best rushing QB in the NFL, Lamar Jackson should be able to deal with that. It's a bit wet by using his natural advantage Here's the that thing. he can run the ball. You'd think that, but they were not keen on doing that. No. It is also harder to run in wet conditions. There were so and many times as well that Lamar like straight up just passed it to a guy. Simple pass, just hit them in the numbers, and they dropped it. Yeah, because yeah. it was just so wet. It was ridiculous. You you wonder why they didn't just try and run it more, but they didn't. I, mean, I guess yeah. you did run it. You know, the Patriots. Calm. You say it's it's, yeah. it's wet. I mean, Lamar has to have some reason to make sure his passes miss, and he can't he can't just straight up miss the guy when they're only five yards away. So it's good to throw some rain. It wasn't. I mean, otherwise, you don't have to lick the ball first. It wasn't a bad Lamar game, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, fine. no. Certainly, uh, yeah, he was absolutely fine. One pick. But he had one pick on a jump ball to Hollywood yeah. Brown, who was nine feet below the cornerback at the time. He was expecting a Joe Burrow level throw. Yeah. Was he maybe expecting Lamar levels of accuracy? I think he was hoping because it was on the numbers. <laughs> was he hoping for like was he was he hoping that Hollywood Brown would make some sort of effort to try and get the ball? But it's tough when you're outweighed by fifty pounds. Just think. Hollywood Brown was drafted before DK Metcalf. Most people were drafted before I'm DK just saying, Metcalf. AJ Brown, uh, JJ Arthega Whiteside. I think that we're 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 sort of bearing the lead here because a lot of people will take this like, oh, so and so was drafted before DK Metcalf thing. DK Metcalf plays with an incredibly good wide receiver on a pretty good offense. Yeah, and also is He's probably huge. on the juice. That's true. Well, that man That's knows true. his way around a cycle. It's <laughs> <laughs> likely true, but you know, you know, you didn't hear it from me. When DK Metcalf goes to the gym, I'm just saying he's he's not doing cardio. He's not over no. there doing. That's you know, not doing the cycle s- he's on. He's not on spin cycle classes. Mm. Uh, Maybe he just really likes tri- chicken breast. Yeah, there is a lack of weapons a wide receiver for the uh, Ravens. They've also lost yeah. uh, your boy Tim Boyle. Doesn't help that Lamar's a fucking weapon. <laughs> <laughs> they need to just use Lamar more. It sounds ridiculous, but they don't actually use him that much. They, were, they had a fourth and one. Oh. A fourth and one, and they did Wildcat with Mark Ingram. Yeah, that was... Why? <laughs> yeah. You have right. Lamar. Uh, that is insane. Was, it, was right. he just tired that way? I don't fucking... It, I don't know. It might Stop. have been that like, running on the rain like is rain? a risk of injury. 
That might have been it. Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, mm. and he was also called Kaepernick because his offense is dated from the Roman era. He actually he was the offensive coordinator for Colin Kaepernick mm. uh, long ago, and don't forget the Colin Kaepernick was sure. setting the world alight. I'm pretty sure he was also the until... offensive coordinator for the invasion of Judea by the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's the reason Hannibal that's uh, when made he, his way that's in. when he forged his ideas. Greg Roman killed Jesus. Oh, sorry. You didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he was the offensive coordinator for Colin Kaepernick, who, as we know, was fantastic until all of yeah. a sudden everyone realized he wasn't that good. So yeah, I'm going to bet that Lamar is probably better than Kaepernick. I, but, would, I would say yes. But the... Uh, the offense definitely say, is not that imaginative. I will say Kaepernick has got better hair than Lamar. Hands down. Much better. This is true. And Herbert used to. Herbert used to. Uh, Silly bastard. Last one up. Her- Herbert, the Bears. Herbert Samson. Monday Night Football. That's his name, middle name. Monday Night Football. The Bears offense. Was there a game My eyes. Night? My eyes. The goggles do nothing. <laughs> Special teams once again outscored the Bears offense. Yeah, I, I went to bed with like half an hour to an hour left in this game and nothing happened in that time. It yeah. was <clears throat> agony. Oh, it the highlights was the video was boring. It was a very bad game. <laughs> yeah, it was on it. It was... Oh. <laughs> oh my god! I don't even. I don't even know what there's not. There's not all we should say about it. Matt Nagy is a joke. He handed off uh, responsibility to Bill Lazor, who was also shit. Uh, whenever every time I got the third down, every time I got the third down, the Vikings went all out blitz. So in that situation, you need a quick pass because it's like third and five. Just do a quick pass, get five yards. No. They're sending ver- people on verticals. They're all running 40 yards down the field. Nick Foles had no chance. And Nick Foles isn't good enough to make chicken soup out of chicken shit. <laughs> oh, it's so painful. Only, uh, Vikings were actually was. pretty good. Justin Jefferson's fantastic. Kirk Cousins I really was 10 for 11. 10 for 11 and then, on third downs. And then Foles gets... Uh, Gets just like hammered into the field. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did he get taken off at one point? He did. Right at the end, in a pointless moment. It's. It turns out it's not a serious injury, so he didn't get Drew Brees. You hate the. Here's the thing. Drew Brees got perfectly normal tackle. Yeah. Obviously punctured lung and all. Shit happens. He got a flag for that. Nick Foles was getting murdered all night. Yeah. And no one cared. Yeah. That's what they were saying. They were saying it's like a quarterbacks are actually still football players. They still can get tackled. We can't protect them too much. Yeah. There was a a funny, really funny play. I'm just talking about QBs getting hit in the Eagles Giants game. There was a great play where, um, you know, the ball has left Carson Wentz's hand. You know, some time passes. You know, Carson has the time to, to sit down, drink a cup of tea you know, write his memoirs. And then in, in the meantime, a Giants player arrives behind and just suplexes the lad. <laughs> like full on, <laughs> grabs him around the waist, bends backwards and just smacks him into the ground. Mm-hmm. And then 
the commentators on the game are like, oh, uh, that might be a holding penalty against the offense there. And we're thinking maybe that might be Carson Scott in the hole. And you're just watching this tape of Carson Wentz's like entire neck getting slammed into the dirt. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably a holding call. That's probably what that is. Certain certain QBs do get the benefit of the doubt. Some yeah. of the older, wider QBs. But even then... Also- <laughs> This is true, uh, but Drew Brees. I think it was the body weight rule they kept quoting. Where like you, can you probably, can't. It wasn't the land on a QB. He, he didn't Cam actually Newton. land on him. I know, no, that's Cam what I'm saying. Newton that's what the they called it for, but it, it also wasn't no correct. He landed to the side of him. So. There was a beautiful moment a few weeks ago where Matthew Stafford got sacked, and the rough and the passer call came out. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "You've made it, Matt. You've made it." you've done it all now you've done all you can in Detroit Just get the, on uh, to Indianapolis the referees have got like a little a little hand card with the ages of the QBs it's like above 35 flag <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, is there anything else we can talk about not particularly oh, I think I think that's that's most of it for the hand egg it's most of it Connor is your fantasy season alive my fantasy season is so close to dying Mine's just on its way out. Shut up, Matthew. You have six <laughs> wins. Fuck off. Yeah, but you're in I'm the starting playoffs. to lose every you're week. You're in the playoffs. This Wait, is it. I'm, st- I'm sitting here with four and six. I don't even have a thousand points yet. I am <clears throat> done. I need to win all my games and get a bunch of more points than everyone else. That's not happening. You know what the worst sign of desperation is? I just trade and Nick. Has uh, yes. actually Nick has gotten Terry McLaurin off me for Jonathan Taylor and Darius Layton. Darius Layton. Yeah. I have not. Northern Ir- <laughs> if it helps, Connor, Northern Ireland are beating Romania in a pointless game. It's it's not helping because my bet's dead because there's three goals in the Finland Wales game. All right. Oh well. Yet you, you so win some, you lose some. So basically, bet against Connor. Anytime Connor says a six pick, put on the opposite. Except in college football. Yeah. Yes. That's where it's where it's actually from. the reason that I have some hope for the Eagles against the Browns. Actually, I can, I can read off. Connor has picked up the Browns' defense for his, his NFL fantasy. I shall read off some of the picks that you should have this week. What are your big boy bets, Connor? My big boy bets. My bucky boy bets. Mind that. I'm actually. Let's have a wee look at what I had yesterday. <laughs> Buffalo at Bowling Green, under 59.5. Akron at Kent State, Kent State minus 25.5. Both of them came up. Yeah. I'm a genius. I actually did not bet on both of them. I bet on Akron, I bet on Kent State minus 25.5, and I parlayed that with Buffalo minus 30 against Bowling Green. And they only won by like 26. So it was close. Mm. Well, the actual total points for the Buffalo Bowling Green was 59. So I scripted it. Yeah. But they all win, baby. Uh, I don't really like betting on Maction. That's the MAC. Uh, there's too much literal trash on the field. Yeah. Uh, so my bets, Purdue, minus 2.5 at Minnesota. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, minus 5.5 at Alpashian State. Coastal Carolina. They are so good. Aren't they? they just win all their games. All right. They've covered all their games this year. Uh, Clemson, minus 34.5 at Florida State. Jesus Christ. Minus 35 and a half. 34. Florida State are the worst team. I mean, is this... Even so, this it is, is Clemson mental. coming off a loss as well. Um, Isn't it? Yeah, but they might get Trevor Lawrence back. SMU, minus three and a half versus Houston. 
Nebraska at minus 15.5 versus Illinois. Arkansas. I know it's Arkansas. <laughs> uh, minus one and a half versus LSU. Wake Forest at Duke over 62 and a half points. Uh, Wake Forest versus Duke. Or, uh, Wake Forest played last week against uh, University of North Carolina. Yeah. The over-under was 70 points. Hmm. I had the over-under at 66 points and I bitched out at over 70. I was like, oh, gee, I don't like how it moved up by nearly five points. Yeah, There was over 110 points in the game. <laughs> it's just college games. I just need ridiculous. to just, just go with it. If, if it's only a few points, who cares? Maryland, minus six and a half versus Michigan State. Cincinnati, minus four and a half versus UCF. Iowa, minus two and a half at Penn State. Wisconsin, minus eight and a half at Northwestern. Even odds on that. Alabama minus 30 and a half at Kentucky. Rutgers plus nine and a half versus Michigan because Michigan are a shithole. Missouri minus four and a half at South Carolina. And lastly, Boise State minus 14 and a half at Hawaii. And my best bets out of them, Purdue, Cincinnati, Iowa, Maryland, Missouri, and Wake Forest Duke. And I will be betting on all those six games and you two at home can ride along. Get ready Ew. for a second mortgage. <clears throat> also, I just got uh, Matthew. For you might be interested, I'm currently on the housing benefits. Are you actually more gambling money? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Ugh, don't yeah. listen to this. You can't go tell the tax man. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything else? Uh, not sports wise. I don't think no. Anatolia for the Anatolians. Goodbye. <laughs>